Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. All right, everyone, welcome back to another new installment of Old Souls and Seekers. Super excited to have you guys here today. And uh, I always say it's fun when Guy and I are both interviewing someone because you know it's going to be special. So, bro, first of all, welcome. Howdy. I just just so you guys know, guy did this like weird hand wave. He does this weird <laughs> like like I'm drawing a rainbow in front of my face wave. Um, I'm, not, I'm not the only one. I've seen other people do it online. <laughs> All right, and with us here today is an incredible woman. I actually uh, got to meet her through one of our clients connected us, which was always a pleasure. And then also uh, had an opportunity to be on her podcast, which was amazing. We totally hit it off. So I'm really excited for today. Uh, so Isha Patel, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm excited to be with you again. Um, before we jump into the nitty gritty of today, I would love for you just to give people a little about what you do, how you do, and who you are in this amazing world of ours. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Isha Patel, and I'm the founder of Origin Activation, which is a powerful multidimensional energetic healing modality that is currently being taught to a lot of world-class coaches, healers, transformational leaders in the space of helping people awaken. Um, so I'm really excited to be able to share some of the insights that I received that I downloaded myself a few years ago, and to then be able to teach that um, and at the moment, I guess my passion is helping other leaders and other healers and other entrepreneurs and speakers to really start utilizing the multidimensional spaces in the avenues of health and wellness and relationships. So that's a little bit of me in a nutshell. Awesome. And I know you, because we spoke before and on your show, uh, you have a pretty interesting story of how this all came to be. And it was quite sudden. So uh, could you just share a little bit about how you kind of came to be multidimensional? Yeah, absolutely. This is one of my favorite stories to tell. So about five and a half years ago, I had one of those overnight spontaneous awakenings, the kind that 
a lot of people hope they have and yet I consistently tell them you really don't want to do it that way <laughs> so I woke up one night with the ability to channel and I started receiving these voices these messages uh, that were telling me that I had something bigger to do they started giving me information um, particularly codes the first thing that I received was actually sacred geometry codes and within a matter of four to five weeks of this transition happening in my life and this moment of awakening, I was facilitating my first ever uh, sacred geometry DNA activation event. <clears throat> so we had seven people in a room. I took these codes that I just magically saw in my meditations, handed them to people and said, let's meditate on them. And three people in the room see this Arcturian starship come in. I was like, oh, my God. I <laughs> this shit is real. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that that's how my journey started in 2015. <laughs> wow. What were, but just out of curiosity, what were you doing before? Okay, so I did have a meditation practice. Um, particularly, I was sitting with my Merkaba light body consistently. And that is now something that I teach people in my programs because that practice helped me so much in my journey of awakening. So, um, yeah, I was I was doing some things. Like I was doing a bit of yoga from time to time. I was you know, eating quite well. Um, but I think it was a meditation practice really that just enhanced my capacity so that when I did have the moment of awakening, which, you know, a lot of people say, you don't know when that moment's going to happen, but you can create the environment around that nice. for yourself so that when it does, you can integrate it. So when I did go through this massive transition, which was triggered by the leaving of a relationship, when that relationship ended, the next morning I woke up and there was this expansion in my body. And suddenly it was like my life was on this whole new trajectory. And because I'd done those, I think two or three years of meditation of, of doing my light body activations, when that capacity to channel started to drop in, it actually happened quite quickly because my energy field was already very ready to receive that. Yeah. Can you re-articulate uh, what it is that you do? Just just give that language again and slow it down for me. Sure. Like how you, how so, you introduce yourself. Yeah, so I do origin activation. Origin activation is a modality, but actually first and foremost, it's a philosophy of healing. So when I first started receiving this information, a lot of the, the, I guess, info that came to me was around healing and how people were facilitating healing. Now, at this time, I hadn't done anything. I hadn't even done my Reiki certificates. I hadn't done any sort of like, you know, qualification in any of this type of work. But I could see that there was a space where people were viewing people incorrectly. I'm going to say incorrectly because it's just a yeah, resonance sure. I don't agree with um it, in the sense of like when when a healer is working with a client right there's this paradigm this framework that people put on that people on, on the client and what that framework is it's like this idea of reinforcing that the person is sick or the person is not whole or the yes. person is in whatever state they say so essentially what happens is the person comes to the healer and they're in their story of whatever is wrong with them. And the person that's meant to be healing or facilitating actually reinforces that and buys into it and totally. says, yes, you do have this thing. Yes, you do have this issue. Yes, you are broken or whatever that, that story might be. So when I started working in this energetic space, one of the first things that my guides told me was you have to stop doing that. You have to start seeing people in their wholeness. Yes. And when you become the person that is able to see through that realm for the person that's in front of you, it actually shifts their reality. Yep. 
right? Um, there's actually a beautiful section in the book, The Matrix by Greg Braden, which I read last year. And I love the way he articulates it in that there's a story about this guy on, um, he's visualizing himself connected to the mountain. And then in that, in that picture, he's very, very still and his students are trying to push him over and they can't. And, he, and the story is that the parable is that when something is so strong in your mental reality, it actually creates it as reality for the people around you. So I learned that this was true for energetic healing because what happened was people started coming into my space and I wouldn't even know what, what they have with them. Like they wouldn't even tell me sometimes what was wrong with them. All I would see in that person is their divinity and their light. So that person could come to me with any story, any illness, any drama, whatever it is that they've created in this 3D reality. And I would just look at that and be like, mm -hmm, yep, okay, cool. Thanks for sharing. And yeah. then I just see the divinity and 90 minutes later, they're walking out and they're completely healed and their pain is gone and their emotions are suddenly dissipated. And then next thing they're receiving money and their businesses are exploding. And, you know, these activations were, were happening quite quickly. So what I learned as well, and this was one of the key philosophies in, in origin activation, is that this transformation can happen instantly. Hmm. Because the key, I guess the key learning in that is we are multidimensional beings. And if we're multidimensional beings, time doesn't exist in the other dimension. So literally nothing is stopping us from taking our frequency, stepping it up to that level, getting that frequency, anchoring it through the body looking at the person and saying, actually, all I see is your wholeness. And suddenly that becomes a primary frequency in the room. So then universal law of vibration says everything aligns to the highest vibration. Boom, the person's you. So you're essentially a tunic fork for divine intelligence. When people come around you, from what I could tell, they start vibrating at a similar frequency as you. And lo and behold, right? Like a lot of the stuff that's not related to that frequency is going to fall off because we, we find this in our work now all the time too. And it's like, we don't really care about the why anymore. We don't care what you're dealing with, why you're dealing with it. We don't really care what's the source of it. Mommy hit you. Like all that yeah. stuff is philosophically interesting, but does very little for actually helping people get to liberation and resolution when it comes to those things. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent agree. I definitely play very much in that vibrational space because I can see and feel the resonance that people come in with yeah. and I know what frequency I'm tuning into. So this is why a lot of my work, I call it activating rather than healing because it is I like the, I like that you called it like a tuning fork because when I'm holding that frequency, when I'm in it and embodying it and becoming it, everything that's in that field actually aligns to that automatically. So in that sense, I do very little. I actually just have the years of meditation practice that allow me to sit in the space and then suddenly people are coming into the field and all their issues disappear. I'm going for a rest of the Because like my, ever since we started talking, my crown's opening, I'm getting actually a little bit high here. Yeah. And I, I'm like, usually when I'm around somebody who's channeling, I'm like, I get a little woozy because their energy starts really impacting my field. Um, so very interesting. I'm sitting here, I'm like, am I okay? And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm talking to the channel. <laughs> there we, here we go, here we go again. Um, <laughs> That's, that's super fun. Yeah. I mean, like I, um, it's funny, Elon and I look for people like you these days. Well, I don't know if we're looking for you, you guys just keep dropping into our space. Um, like we work with, uh, we've worked with a variety of channels over the years and I have found it to be easily some of the most profound experiences that I've had. Also the most connected experiences I've had. I mean, the first time a close friend of mine that I didn't know was channel is an extraordinarily powerful channel. And the first time I watched him do it, I just started bawling my eyes out because it had me get the pur purview of reality that it's like, 
oh, this isn't like, I was always like, oh, humanity's trying to become one, right? Like we have this really weird identification with what being one would mean. And when he started commuting with like, you know, Ashtar Command and like all these other um, society, civilizations, energies, call them what you will. And I started realizing the depth of the support that's available to us, that the oneness is not like human oneness. It's like, we're just not, we, we, we're not part of this galactic family. So this, yeah. this multidimensional galactic family, um, he described it as they're trying to put stuff in your mailbox all the time. Like they, they, this consciousness, yeah. they, these beings are trying to put these like gifts in your mailbox all the time. He goes, but humans don't even know where the mailboxes are. So he's like, we at least got to start with where's the mailbox and then how to open it because they're like here to support you. And I remember the the feeling of being around that channel for me was the first time of like really integrating what this pervasive oneness could look like. And I had experienced it on plant medicine and things of this nature, um, but not, you know, not just being around another person. So I know it's just an incredible gift uh, to be bringing through that level of work. I really love you kind of people. And thank you so much for going <laughs> through whatever experiences uh, you got to go through. I have we have heard, you know, from various people that have gone through that quick kind of awakening process. And Elon and I too were like, come on, let's pop the channel, right? Like we, we want, we're, we're, we're hungry for it. But now I realize I'm like, I'm so happy that my experience is a little bit more methodical because mm-hmm. everyone who's reported that they just got turned on, it was really very, very uncomfortable situation for them. Yeah, it can definitely be a little bit intense. I personally wouldn't change my journey Um, But I think you certainly have to have a level of resilience to be able to keep up with the way that I did it. I mean, the fast pacedness of everything that I did. um, Like I look back on my life now and at the time I was so busy being in it that I didn't realize this, but then I look back on it. And as I tell the story, sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, Isha, you did go from like living a a normal life to facilitating in five weeks. Like who does that? (laughs) And then I started my business and the next thing I have a studio and next thing I'm dropping out of uni and then I'm going to Mount Shasta and connecting with ETs and just, it just escalated and it all happened so quickly that I don't think at the time I even had time to process how fast I was moving because I was just in it. And then I got out the other end a few months later and was like, Whoa, like where did my life just, how did I get here? You know? There's something about like being divinely guided and then trusting that divine guidance, because it's so interesting. Like people sit on the sidelines for years trying to figure out their marketing, the messaging, the, what course are they going to build or how they're going to write? Like within five weeks, you're like, I got these light codes. I was told to put them in front of people. And then the people are there. And that's what I just, I find more and more today, like when we are honoring our true calling and our path, everything is provided. Yeah. It just just flows and it's easy. It's the times where people just sit on the sidelines and procrastinate. And I don't know. It's like, it it probably is not the thing that you're supposed to be doing anyway. Otherwise it like, if you were connected and, and could tap in, it would just all happen. And you know, like you went from zero to, live event in five weeks, people don't put out a live event after they've been in business for five years and five weeks. Right, right, totally, yeah. Um, yeah, I have a little giggle at myself on that one because um, 
I, I have seen since starting that journey, I have then walked alongside other entrepreneurs and, and then I've seen at the pace that some people are moving and gone, oh, like the way that I did it wasn't actually normal. I thought it was because I was just doing it. I just thought everybody did that, you know, like I've always been the kind of person to just sprint and just go for it and, yeah. and just being and. Um, and even though, you know, the fears and that obviously come up, I could have received those codes and I could have been like, no, 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 I'm not sharing them. Yes. But something in me was like so, so strong and so certain that I had to share them and nobody knew who I was. So in Perth, there's actually quite a, a large spiritual community. We've got um, like online groups with over 10,000 people that are interested in spiritual awakening, which is, you know, more than what I've seen for a lot of other cities. And what I found was that, you know, even with all these people here, there was just this sense of like hesitation. Australia is, is huge with tall poppy syndrome. It's like nobody wants to get out there and actually just share their stuff because everyone's waiting for someone else to go first. And um, I think I was kind of grateful that I didn't know that scene well at all. So I just popped out of the woodworks out of nowhere. Like people, people who know me now in Perth are like, where did this girl come from? Like nobody had heard of me. I'd never attended anyone else's circles. I didn't know anything about anything. Didn't know anyone in the community. Next thing I'm facilitating and have my own studio and everyone's like, who the hell is this chick? <laughs> That's amazing. So can I ask you? So can I ask you a little bit about the 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 channels that are coming through? Like, what's what's the pervasive thing? Like, what's their theme? Are they? Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess just to like answer that, like, what what's actually coming through outside right. of the sacred so, geometry? Well, in in this moment, we there's definitely some DNA activations. I'll talk about that in a sec, but. Um, essentially my, my range of channeling is massive. So I do connect with Ashtar, I connect with Pleiadians, I connect with Syrians, I connect with Arcturians, I connect with um, beings that other people haven't even heard of. I'm connected to my 5D self, Lily, who's always connected. So Lily is actually, um, if you're going to go by family lineage, you've got Ashtar Sheran, and Ashtar has two brothers, Ashura and Ashira. And Lily, Lily is part of that lineage. So Lily is actually daughter of Ashura. So technically Ashura is my uncle, if you want to go down that road. It's not quite how that works in the spiritual realms, yeah. but it's more to do with the soul rays and how they all connect in. Um, and if you step it up even further than that, uh, so Ashtar and that whole family lineage actually comes through um, pre predominantly the Gabriel ray of light. So we're all connected through that um, that lineage. But again, it's it's not that linear, you know, because I've seen how the different um, souls connect from the original source to when they're just a sound. I mean, the original frequencies are just like you might have the sound R and then the sound R comes in and connects with the sound all and then you have a different sound you know hmm. and then there's so many like malleable variations in that and when you look at the names is that a yeah i just want to tell the listeners like i didn't know anything about your connection to ashtar command like when i said that that was just by complete all right yeah yeah <laughs> complete chance must have been in the field because they must have thought we talked about it before but that's just by chance that you that i yeah. mentioned that you mentioned that yeah 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 sorry go ahead yeah so essentially um yeah, these, these beings are connected through all these different like frequencies. And then what happens is they can, it, it's like they have babies. Again, it's like, it's not quite like that, but these rays come together and they essentially um, come through and they create these different frequencies. So when you have these frequencies, what happens is that you can create different like beings that, um, that have different roles and different purposes. we've just had like a bunch of people walk in here oh okay i was hoping i was hoping you were just saying the channel is telling me to tell you guys something yeah, so, yeah. um no, hang on, yeah yeah 
Um, yeah, so, so when it comes to connecting with these beings, you know, so Ashtar is one of those ones that's really, really quite strong for me in my field because of this lineage that we have. And yeah. so essentially um, I learned through my meditation practice to connect in with these high soul aspects. And Ashtar was one of the first beings that really came to me in a very, um, like I see him in a very specific blue frequency. So when that blue frequency started coming into my field, I just knew, okay, this is Ashtar. This is that, that energy that's coming in. Um, and then from there, I started doing more meditations and I started connecting with different beings. Um, and then in my dream states, I started tuning into other frequencies of like all different star systems. You know, this is where sometimes I see a lot of channels that have just like one or two beings that they connect with. Whereas I've realized that actually, you know, as a channel, you can do the whole spectrum. It's like tuning mm -hmm. into frequencies of a radio. And the moment you, you have that connection switched on, there is nothing stopping you from connecting to any being in the entire multiverse. Um, so I've done quite a lot of exploration in that space with different lineages, different star beings, um, again, like Pleiadian High Councils, Ascension Councils. Um, there's one particular being I connect with called Tanabor and Tanabor um, in his like earth form or the form that he's known in was actually Merlin. So Tanabor comes to me in like this sort of blue purple frequency, but he's actually Order of Melchizedek that um, is connected to the Orion star system. So there's heaps. Like when you ask, you know, what beings are present in the space, wow. I'm like, there's all these frequencies coming in because I'm just so connected to, I mean, there's like hundreds upon hundreds of them. And even then I haven't met all of them. So they just pop in. I have a curiosity, like as their talk, so, so obviously you can tune into different ones at different times. <clears throat> we yeah. kind of like you, you, said you touched on this so i have a curiosity about this like obviously right now what's happening here on planet earth you know people have predicted for years and like i remember talking to all these numerologists and they're like oh my god 2020 but no one would ever tell me what was happening and now we're in 2020 yeah. and i'm like was this what they were talking about like is this so i'm curious as as all of these other beings are watching what is unfolding here is it, is there like a consistent message as you talk to them? Is there a, you know, coherent between like something that they're sharing right now with you? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, look, I check in with them every day. And the thing is like 2020, the, the timelines have been so transient that the, the one consistent piece in all of this is that just keep focusing on already ascended earth because you know where attention goes energy flows we create our realities and so essentially what happens is that as we as a collective consciousness take the time to uh, meditate and visualize and see that already ascended earth and we feel that in our bodies and who we are in that space we are creating it so that message has always been consistent for me, but the way that it's going to happen in terms of like the nitty gritty of the timelines and all that sort of stuff, this year has been changing on a daily basis. I'm sitting here going, I can't keep up anymore with what's happening. <laughs> check in. I'm like, where do you want me today? Yeah. That's as far as 2020 has gotten, you know, that's it's amazing. been so challenging to make any like long-term plans or anything that's a bit more substantial because um, there's been so many timeline shifts. We've had about three major ones this year. There was one in March where the timelines just dropped and flipped into another reality. And then we had another one actually last weekend where it's the way that I see it is like, it's almost like the matrix just kind of rotates a little, like everything yeah. just pivots. Wow. So after we went through the 1111 gateway, 
that was a massive, massive wave of light. And everything came through beautifully. Like it was so perfect in the way that it actually happened that we actually relifted back up into a beautiful timeline for 2021, which is why I'm really excited to actually get into 2021 because what happens is uh, numerologically, when you shift from 2020 to 2021, we're actually shifting the vibration of the year. Now, there's been certain things that have been seeded into 2020, which actually activated the COVID timeline just before we entered the year. And when we get into 2021, the vibration of the actual numbers that we're in, that we're connecting with, that shifts. And the moment that flips, it's like there's a whole new frequency that's available to us. Mm. So the anchor point that I've been feeling for um, maybe a couple of weeks now is actually the 7th of January. And in one of my group programs, we did this beautiful process last week where we actually took ourselves into those timelines. And it's like we just we put a little like thread into the 7th of January and we're utilizing that energy to propel ourselves forward. So I almost feel like December, we're just gliding through, like, you know, being on the back of like a jet ski or something. Yes. We're just, we've anchored into the future and we're like, all right, guys, let's get through to 2020. Just, like, <laughs> just hold on. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's the kind of feeling I get for, for the remainder of this year. <laughs> uh, I'm so, I'm so hopeful that that is the direction that we're going. I, I, yeah. Really I mean, I, I think 2020 yeah. has either been like the most profound experience for somebody or like the most uncomfortable experience for some. It's been, it's been rather pleasant for me and my family and I'm very yeah. happy, very happy. Although now the entire house uh, has COVID. So yeah. it is what it is. Um, <clears throat> I was curious, like with, with all this coming through, I find usually people in your position have some remembrance or some connection to past life. They can almost see like the lineage of the work that they've done that suddenly led to, you know, in this manifestation popping off and becoming, um, you know, having so much access as you do. Is there anything in your timelines that you recall? that that's just interesting to kind of chat about look this year definitely has had some resonances to some old atlantean stuff so mm -hmm. like over this year for me and, and some of the people in my field there has been some of those just uh, um it's not so much like a residual thing as it is just like we call them shadows um because if you look at the actual earth grids and the atlantean grids a lot of those dark energies they were cleared and shifted years ago those actual matrices no longer exist in the grid lines and the flower of life and some of the, the avalon grids are very very present in the earth at the moment but what happens is we call them echoes there's certain echoes of residual energies that have been permeating throughout the field in this particular year and there's actually a whole thing that came up around i think it might have been like around october about the releasing of these echo, they're like echo timelines. They're not even real. They're, they're completely illusory. But what they're echoing is resonances of stuff that happened in Atlantis like really, really, really long time ago. So there has been some clearing around that. There has been some shifting around that. And essentially what's happened is um, as those shadow timelines actually get cleared, we're coming more and more into like this unified timeline where it does feel quite high vibrational and it does feel quite resonant with everybody coming into this 5d vibration hmm. in saying that i do want to speak to actually what you said about like some people have had a really shitty year and some people had a really great year i've actually had a really great year too but here's the thing right if you understand how the dimensional frequencies work we've got so there's 13 dimensions in this universe and i'm not going to go through all of them right now but essentially each of those 13 dimensional frequencies have 12 sub bandwidths and inside of that they have particular characteristics of what frequency is the primary frequency of that, you know, that dimension, if you want to call it that. 
So essentially we're in the third dimension where everything is, it's in this 3D space, it's very tangible, it's very physical, and we know that to be the 3D, the XYZ plane. So if you step your frequency up then into the fourth dimension, the fourth dimension is where you find the time spiral. And inside of that time spiral is where you actually have this, this shifting of like all the timelines and everything in motion. And inside of the fourth dimension, we're still inside a polarity field. So what I felt happened in March was actually as the earth was lifting up and the intention is to go from three to 5D, it actually entered through the 4D interface. And so we went into a very polarized timeline. And this is why we saw for the majority of 2020, people on both ends of the spectrum, there's no middle ground. Like most people are having like a really shitty year or they're having a really great year, you know, and, and that's the polarity field. It's like that, the lackey band, like the elastic band being pulled in both directions because it's very characteristic of a fourth dimensional vibration. Mm. Now, when you can learn to center yourself in the fourth dimensional frequency and you can be in like what you call the eye of the storm, what happens is you actually transcend through that polarity field into unity consciousness. And a lot of people have done that. So a lot of people have taken this, this polarity field, they've been able to find their center and people have had rapid awakenings through this year as well. So I have seen people then cross the four 5D interface and actually experience what that new unified field consciousness is actually going to be like when the whole planet's in that vibration. Oh, love it. Preaching to the choir. Oh, it's, it's like so amazing <laughs> just to hear someone so tapped in. Yeah, it's really beautiful because you're articulating things that we're experiencing, not just within ourselves, within clientele. We wouldn't know to articulate it through the vibrations that you're speaking of. We could kind of bring it down more to a basal level, but it's just so beautiful to listen to because, you know, to me, it's like uh, I'm listening to you and it's like you're the... um, uh, the conductor of the orchestra, right? Like you're the person up there and you're waving your hands and you're making sure like everyone's playing the, the things at the same time. And it's just really incredible experience to, to, to listen to somebody um, speak of this so, so well. I'm, I'm curious, um, <clears throat> the, the information that you're bringing through now, has that all come through the channel or when you started channeling, you started doing research on these things? Um, it's, it, you, it's funny, you keep mentioning Ashtar because the one time I've listened to someone uh, channel Ashtar command, they syncopate the way that you do. Like you speak like an Ashtar command. It's like very yeah. fast, very knowledgeable, <laughs> like stupid amount of wisdom. Right. I'm just, I'm waiting for you to pull on your like green it's jumpsuit. Like, it's like a fire you know? hose of information. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Ashtar. So really, my my um, high dimensional, fifth dimensional self, Lily, is actually a commander of a Starship Aroterra. And Commander Lily, when she comes through, you, you really feel that level of like, yeah, there is that resonance because Lily, Lily can hold a space, you know, Lily can hold a whole freaking starship. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just find that quite amusing that you say that because I do see that with certain channels who are in similar frequencies that we have this way of speaking. And I don't notice that I do it sometimes because I'm just it doing it like it's so natural for me. And then when you point it out, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do do that thing. Like <laughs> there's, there's classic Lily coming in, you know, doing the thing. <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Can you, um, can you? Take people through, I know the you were saying the origin method. Is there like a, a process that you can highlight here or do you want to share anything about that? 
Um, I can definitely do uh, like a simple level activation. Um, the I guess the most primary form of that is to for physical healing. Um, that's usually one of the, the starting points. There are so many layers in origin activation. Um, but what I teach my facilitators at the base level is how to just do like bodily healing. So how to tap into the energetic space of the cellular structures. And um, yeah, I could easily guide people into a little meditation around that where we could do an activation. You guys can receive the frequency. Yeah. That is that yeah, that sounds lovely. Yes, yes. I mean, I feel like people who are going to listen, they can actually have an experience. Um, yeah, let's do it. Cool. All right, your whim. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's uh, let's take some deep breaths in through the nose, exhaling. I feel like the two of you are about to get a bit of an activation. As I this is awesome. I can't tell because like everyone in the house is sick. So part of me is like, am I starting to get sick or am I getting an activation right now? Cause I've been, I've been started lifting off since we started. No, it's, it's So I have a similar thing and it's interesting because each channel, well, not even channel each person that I come in contact, that's very uh, energetically evolved, right. Can like hold energy. It activates different parts of me. So like a sill, for example, who we had on is like right in my gut, like just turbine stuff, just like, like the second I'm around him with you, I'm with guy. It's like up here and just like, yeah. that's what it feels like. It feels like someone's just literally like pulling my head apart and just like swirling out here. I feel like I'm about to start a psychedelic. <laughs> that's where I'm, yeah, like, like, so like let's I see where this meditation like, goes. Nervousness in my system. I'm like, oh boy, here we go. Someone said that to me yesterday where they were like, they were just in my presence and they were getting all these visuals and stuff. And I was like, that's quite amusing to me. Yeah, it just goes very like, <laughs> very galactic. Yeah, cool. All right, let's take a deep breath, everyone, in through the nose, exhaling out. On your next in breath, just allow yourself to breathe deep into your body. When you're next in breath, let's bring our awareness to the heart center. Breathe into your heart. Inside each of our hearts, there is a beautiful white light. This is the light of your soul. And as we connect to this energy within us, the essence of who we are, 
Notice how that light begins to radiate outwards as it grows brighter and stronger through the heart. As that light radiates through the body, allow everything that it touches to also turn to light. Notice each and every cell of the body lighting up as it remembers its source, its origin. And allow that light to radiate through the body out into the energy field now cleansing and clearing your whole aura, bringing your field back to its original essence.
On your next in breath, breathe into your heart. Just take a moment to feel all the love in your heart space. Then breathe that love from your heart down through the body. Imagine that you're sending the gift of all your love to the heart of Gaia. As you connect from your heart to hers, allow that love vibration to flow back to you from her heart to yours. Let yourself feel that wave of unconditional love, softness, nurturing, As you allow yourself to receive that love, just feel her heart merging with yours. Let yourself soften into the feminine. Taking a deep breath into your heart. This time let's take all the love in our being up through the crown, connecting through the great central sun, connecting to source, connecting to the divine in us. Thank you. 
Let yourself allow that love to come through the crown, flowing back into your heart. As you bring your awareness to your heart space, shift your focus now to your physical body. Notice if there are any areas of tension. As we remember our wholeness, our connectedness, our source frequency, As we find these areas of tension or pain or blocked emotion, just let yourself go into those spaces that feel they need some love. Now take your breath into that space. Take a moment to really see and feel all energies in that space already in their wholeness, already healed, already filled with light. See all the cells in that area of your body lighting up from within lighting up from their center, their inner source. As we activate the source frequency in all cells in the body, allow there to be a release of anything that is not of the same frequency as unconditional love. With loving gratitude, we allow all cells, all emotions, all energies to naturally vibrate at the highest frequency of love vibration. As the frequency shifts in your body, all that is not of the highest love frequency is transformed instantly into the highest love, light and grace. Let us sit within that field as our entire body remembers its wholeness.
Start to take some deep breaths in through the nose, exhaling out. On your next in breath, taking a deep breath in through the body, breathing down into the earth. Exhaling out as you bring your awareness gently back to your body, gently to your breath. Gently to your surroundings as we slowly bring ourselves back into the space. Just opening your eyes when you're ready. That was fun. Thanks for the ride. <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> Out there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that was fun. Not to anyone. Not to get to the mental architecture. I could sp I could speak from here. I could even stay out there a little bit with you for a bit. I'm I'm curious for your um your courses, what's the, is the promise for, for healing is the promise for, uh, you had mentioned channel activation. Are you experiencing being able to activate other people? Like what's, what's actually most prominent? Right. So when you do origin activation, it is a facilitator training modality and it is internationally recognized by the international Institute of complementary oh, wow. therapy. Um, so it does have a recognition as a modality. Um, so essentially, when people work with me, they are able to then facilitate faster transformations for their clients, because a lot of my clients are coaches. So I work with coaches who already have six, seven figure businesses. And so what I do is I help them to upskill their transformational capabilities. And a lot of my students um, essentially are facilitating instantaneous healings. Like I actually just had one of my students yesterday um, he's only been, he's literally just finished the level one training and he just facilitated a session for a friend of his. He's not even fully qualified yet. He's only like a quarter of the way in. Um, and what, yeah, I mean, this lady that he facilitated for ended up having a spontaneous healing or her pain was gone. A week later, pain is still gone, received an abundance of clients, um, made thousands of dollars, had this like debt wave, like all this stuff happened. And that was just after one activation, you know? So what I do is I help, um, yeah, transformational coaches, deliver incredible results to their clients, whether it's working in the field of abundance, money, um, whether it's in the health and wellness space, whether it's in transformational space. And essentially we do this by helping coaches to fully tap into the multidimensional realms at levels that um, are not really being taught anywhere else. You know, because I know there are other programs out there, like, for example, if you're um, familiar with Dr. Joe Dispenza, like they teach how to get into the quantum field, but where there's a massive gap in the industry is that no one really understands how the 13 dimensions work and no one understands how you can tap into each of those frequencies at a level of precision that does allow you to communicate, not just with one or two channel beings, but like all the beings and all the universes and all the things. And so 
um, yeah, the promise essentially in Origin Activation is that you get given the, the keys to your inner heart gateway. You get given the tools to actually not just learn the process, but to learn the how. And the second you have that, suddenly your learning and your expertise is coming from a whole different level, which then allows you to facilitate for your clients at levels of activation that are pretty much instantaneous. Beautiful. Amazing. How do, how do people find out about you and where? Right. Um, the best place would be my website, ishapatel.com. So www.eeshapatel.com. And also I'm very active on Facebook. So if you just search Isha Patel, I'm sure through you guys, they can find you on the social media. Um, yeah. Come hang out with me there. There's always something exciting going on. Yeah. We'll have links in, uh, in the show notes as always. Um, Isha, any final words for people who you know, maybe just experience this meditation, um, people that are kind of going through whatever they're going through in life, um, things that you've just kind of found uh, as like an anchoring point, kind of what you were mentioning to just allow themselves to experience any, any final guidance or words that you want to share with them? Yeah, I think the biggest piece that I've been saying to people all year is learn to trust yourselves. Mm. You know, we're in the middle of this absolute chaotic field where everything just seems so up in the air and some people are really riding the waves and some people are drowning. And um, the one key message that I would love to share today is that what I can do, you can all do. You know, I don't have anything that's special. I don't have some, uh, you know, gift that I'm like the chosen one or anything like that. It's just I've used the right tools and the right processes that have allowed my field to tap into those spaces and everyone can have that. There's a level of empowerment in um, recognizing that ultimately you have the power to tap into those realms yourself and that you are a multidimensional being. Um, I mean, obviously, if you need the tools, you can come and see me or even you guys. I know you have some incredible processes as well in your spaces. So, like, you know, find the help that you need to get there, but don't feel like you're smaller than anyone else. Because at the end of the day, we are all on this, like, equal level where we are all rising up and ascending together. And if we remember that, then suddenly this becomes a co-creation that we're all just enjoying together. Amen to that. Yeah, we always say there's nothing special about what we do. The only thing that's special is our willingness to be disciplined in it and practice on a regular basis. But anybody could do these things. Mm -hmm. Anybody could have gifts. Anybody could tap into the awareness field and start bringing these amazing things through. And, uh, you know, for those of you guys listening, you know, these these sporadic activations have certainly been our experience too. And it's kind of the same thing for us. It's like we're, we know it's like we hold a container. The intelligence really does all the work. We're just here to kind of be, the purveyors of a certain frequency and energy. And it's, it's been a very similar type of thing that we've gotten to observe about like how rapidly people just awaken and these magical synchronistic things start happening in their lives at like on what I've been calling, like it's like an unquantifiable synchronicity. It's like, you just can't put a number to it. It's beyond comprehension how it's happening. Um, so I'm with it. I think that that's that I don't even want to call it the future. It's the right now. Like we're, we're stepping into this really energy rich time for humanity. And it's, it's like here, the veil is so thin. The tracks have been laid by many, many generations before us. And it's like, for those that really want it, it's, it's like right here, right now. Yeah. There's nothing to wait for anymore. Yeah. Nisha, it is so beautiful to be in your space. Thank you. Yeah. Uh -huh. I'm grateful to, um, yeah, have to share this with you guys. It's been a beautiful hour of transmission. Yeah, I love it. Uh, for those of you guys listening, like if you were driving, hopefully you didn't do that meditation while driving, but 
come back to this. Yeah, come back to this podcast and definitely uh, (laughs) listen to that meditation. It was really, really beautiful. And uh, we'll leave where you can connect with Isha. And uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being the kind of souls that are bringing forth this energy and and requesting this kind of uh, information and transmission. So we honor you and love you. And we will see you on next week's show. Have an amazing day, everyone. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.